In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Think of the fig tree, and indeed every tree. As soon as you see them bud, you know that summer is now near. So with you, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you solemnly, before this generation has passed away, all would have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. The Gospel of the Lord Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Accepting that the Lord's words, his promises are eternally true, that he will never renege on them, is no great issue here. But what does he mean by saying that heaven and earth will pass away? Is this just a hyperbole, a literary exaggeration which he did not mean for us to take literally? Something like, imagine if heaven and earth were to pass away. But if he meant it literally, how can we understand this? Now, no one would have any doubt that all things of this earth, including the earth itself, could one day disappear. We observe this from our own human experience, and even the most scientifically inclined would often postulate the real possibility of the world's destruction, either through climate change or some other natural phenomena such as a dying sun or a massive asteroid crashing to our planet. But what could he mean that heaven, which everyone knows, is supposed to be eternal, will also pass away? Perhaps the answer can be found by looking at the first reading taken from the book of the Apocalypse as it draws to a close. The closing words of that passage speaks of St. John being granted a vision of how the story of salvation ends, with the emergence of a new heaven and a new earth. The Bible is a stunning piece of literature, even if you don't believe anything written in it. It is the word of God that never loses relevance nor significance. It is the word of God that will never pass away. It tells the epic story of God and his creation, of blessing, covenants, temptation, sin, exile, and salvation. For those of us reading this today, we have the advantage of knowing that the entire story was leading to Jesus. All in all, it is an epic book telling on an even more epic story, which begs the question, how does it end? Before we look at the ending, which is found in today's first reading, we would have to look at its beginning. The book of Genesis paints a picture of how heaven is wedded to earth in the earthly paradise of Eden, where man dwelt in harmony with God and the whole of creation. This is the old heaven and earth. But because of man's sin and the effects of the fall, this earthly paradise has passed away. The earth is cut off from the full life of heaven. Throughout history, man has attempted to restore this earthly paradise, but have repeatedly failed because only God alone can heal the rift. 
and he has done so through his only begotten Son. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Colossians chapter 1 verses 19 to 20. To use a biblical metaphor, creation groans like a woman in childbirth for this moment. And a new creation is here, taking the form which we least expect, Jesus Christ. is both the author and the fulfillment of the new earth and new heaven. St. John, using symbolic language, speaks of how a river which flows from the throne of God and of the Lamb will water and nourish this new garden like paradise. It's an all-new garden of Eden, where the tree of life and not just a fig tree is made accessible to man again. It is not just a return back to the garden. It's a step forward into a new Jerusalem, the great city representing the marriage of heaven and earth. This is the hope of the story of the Bible. God's domain and our domain will one day be completely united. All things will be made new. Death will be replaced with life. The whole earth will be a recreation of the garden and the glory of the temple will cover the whole earth. Every nation will be blessed through the power of the resurrected Jesus, and God's own personal presence will permeate everywhere, every square inch of the new creation. We can be certain of this promise, because though the old heaven and earth may pass away, but our Lord's words will never pass away, because he always keeps his promises. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.